As you've seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That's another reason why Agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your St. Francis Borgia post-game recap podcast. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They're now joined by the coach of the St. Francis Borgia Knights, Coach Dale Gildahouse, ending the last game of the regular season with a big win over Herman, 42-7. to Coach, how are you doing this morning? Great. How about you? Not too bad. Not too bad. So you guys wrapped up the season. How do you feel? Well, you know what? I the regular that, season, that is. Well, hey, most importantly, we got to play. Because this game last night was an open date because Carnahan out of St. Louis was not playing for the city. So um, I mean, up until last week, uh, what, Wednesday evening, we did not have a game the week before, I guess. So to get that game, and then Herman and I kind of agreed upon it, you know, the kids last night for both schools were just, uh, as, as coaches walked in the field and said, hey, we're playing. There's some schools around the state that are not. So to get that opportunity and to play well and to win, you know, that's kind of the icing on the cake. But most importantly, to see the smiles of the kids uh, was something special. You guys were able to turn it around to end the season. It was starting to get, I mean, you guys uh, lost to Living Word, and then right around there you had to cancel a game. But then you got to finish the season with three runs in a row. Did you guys start doing something a little different, or did you just think everything started clicking a little better for you guys? I think everything started to click a little bit better now. And, um, I mean, the one game that I wish I had back was O'Fallon Christian. That, that one that one kind of smacks you in the face a little bit. But, you know, that's the one we lost, our quarterback, but not taking any away from Spencer Brickenkamp, who was our QB that we just turned the ball over. We had mistakes. We had fumbles, penalties, you name it. And But from that point forward, we've cut the mistakes out. And I think Sam Hegman, our QB, has just and he's good. I think he's an all state caliber quarterback. He's good. He has just put the ball on the money week in and week out. But then on top of that he runs the veer. He's like another running back in the backfield. Plain and simple. So when you add all those things up along with Alonzo McDowell in the backfield and the receiving court we have, we've got some skilled kids that are all putting together. Who are some other standout players from the game last night? Well, I tell you what, if you'd have seen the play Spencer Breckenkamp made, it was a circus catch right down the middle of the field. And he's six six, I guess, six seven. And he reaches out over his head one hand about thirty five yards down the field, uh, for a touchdown. Unbelievable catch. I mean he had a great game. Uh Tyler Stephenson had I guess he had four receptions for, I don't know, over a hundred yards. And he had a career game. So and Alonzo McDonald had 117 yards in the backfield. You know, so you take all those kids together that are just continuing day, you know, continuing and Ryan Kell, the defensive back, uh, led us to tackles, but he had a punt return for a touchdown of about forty four yards. So all those kids had big nights. And you know, when you when you do that and you put them all together, God dog it just means you're gonna put some, you're gonna put a lot of points on the board. When you were told at the beginning of the season that you guys were going to be able to play, what did you think the chances were of actually being able to finish this season out the way you guys did? Because obviously there's the one hiccup, the one game. But other than that, it seems like it went pretty smoothly for you guys in terms of uh, COVID. Well, you know what? If you say yes, and I agree, we were talking about this last night as a staff. And we all said, we, every one of us said, beginning of the season, if we get to week five, we'll be lucky. If we get to finish, we thought the game, we thought the season would be over 
in the middle of the year. We really did. We thought the state would shut it down. But, you know, we've been very fortunate. I think the schools have handled it differently. And, and this is what's interesting. For instance, we played Her- Herman last night. Herman is a small town, and, and but they have kids from from Franklin County, from Warren County, and Adair County up there. Now, there's three different counties the kids go to that school. Each town, county has different rules for COVID. And where one kid could be sitting in school, he's quarantined, where the next kid sitting right next to him has different rules. So that's what's going on throughout the state. Everybody has a different rule. You don't know. So in Franklin County, and our rules are, if you're sitting, you know, closer than six foot next to that student, and then one student comes down, those four kids around him are quarantined. And that's what happens when we lost, you know, we had 12 kids out one day or one, you know, one week. So, um, as you said, yeah, as you asked, oh, yeah, if you just said we were going to make it through, no, not one of us thought it, but daggone it. To get to this point and now um, to be one week away from going in the first round of districts, holy cow. Uh, we feel very fortunate. I'm looking forward to that challenge. Now, how is that going to work for you guys this year with districts um, and the opponents you'll have next week? I know there's schools around you that are having a tough time. Well, right now we're going to play, as it appears right now, we're going to play Winfield. Uh, they're struggling this year, and we're number two seed, and they are number seven seed. So we'll play them, and we're at home. Um, so I was, you know, right now, I, and I don't their record, and I tell the kids forget the record. Uh, they're not right now. They're struggling. I know that. But uh, we still have to go play. The good thing is we're at home. We are at home right now. If we keep winning, we're at home for the next two weeks. Um, so that's what's the exciting point to see last night again after the game. We have a tradition. A lot of schools do this. After the game, um, we used to, used to, the kids would go up in front of the bleachers and the fans would be there when we have a packed house. Well, now, you know, it's, we just don't have that many people go down. And the student, we don't have a student section any longer. The students are in the end zone and they're spread out and they're standing and, and, you know, and they got masks on. But the kids go down along with the cheerleaders. You know what? The last few weeks, we actually got to get those things, play a little music, dance a song, and have some fun. So that's a tradition that we've been doing for a long time, and last night was no exception. And we look forward to having that opportunity to keep winning for doing the two more weeks at home. Do districts look a lot different than they do in other years, or are they um, looking pretty <clears throat> typical as they did usually? No, exactly the same. I mean, now – there's there's some teams like there's Wright uh, City that didn't play last night. They have an open date. I think there was COVID. So I don't know how, you know, but as far as everybody else, uh, now if you go in the city, there's some schools that are two and one and three and three. Well, that looks different because they didn't play, eight, you know, they didn't play nine games. For instance, uh, the number one seed in our district is Luther North. They played three games. Uh, they were open last night. You know, so – and people ask, how in the world can you be 3-0 and and be number one in your district? Well, that's something. Yeah, how does the seeding work with that? It's kind of complicated. Very, please, if you figure that out, will you let me know? <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> uh, I've called the state on it. And it, it's a formula that I don't understand. And nobody, any coach in the state of Missouri is not happy with it um, because we battle through it. And, you know, but it's not their fault that the county would not let them play. So, but how they get that many points to be ahead of us, I, I don't, I don't understand it. And that's something for Mission to, to explain. And 
believe me, there's been coaches in this area that have called the state and said, why in the world would a team with 3-0 and record be first in your district and a team that has played eight ball games and has battled through it and has a second seed? And, you know, so right now with their North, even though they're going to have a bye, they have a bye this week and they have a bye next week. And then they'll finally get to play one game before, you know, God willing, we're going to get, we have to go down there and play down there. So, hey, you know what? We can't, as my athletic director told me, he said, look, be happy you're playing. So that's the way we have to approach it, and we look at it that way. And God dug it. We are going to get to play next week, and uh, that will be a challenge. Let's get it done, get a home game, and by God, it's supposed to take care of business, get another one after that. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to it. Home district game next week. Good luck to you, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Looking forward to it. Always a pleasure. Take care. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you. When you need insurance, think of Agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your St. Francis Borgia post-game recap podcast.